The voice of Husker Nation is on the air. This is Hale Varsity Radio. Insight, opinion, expertise, along with the biggest names talking Nebraska sports. Join in with the show at 402-489-1240 or 1-800-825-5865. Now, here are your hosts, Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbel. Welcome to it. Great to be with you. Midweek editions here at Hale Varsity Radio. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbel are powered by... Heard at Sports can find us and follow us on social media. The Hale Varsity YouTube channel can watch the show that way. You can also find us on the Hale Varsity Radio Twitter feed at HVarsity Radio. Numbers to get in 489 1240, 489 1240, 800 825 5865. Wherever you hear us across the Hale Varsity Radio Network. You can find Elijah on Twitter at Herbal Essence for Elijah Herbal and at Schmidt underscore radio for me, Chris Schmidt. Mike Babcock joins us here in about 20 minutes from Hale Varsity. We'll spend some time with Evan Bland and plenty of room for you to get in. It is the midweek edition. It is midterm discussion time. And uh, we are at the midway point. So we'll get some grades out. We've done some grading on specific games, but as you look at the first six and you kind of project to the next six, it'll be pretty intriguing with how Nebraska ends their uh, season slash semester. Elijah, you to me didn't strike me as a fella that had many problems academically. You, I'm sure, put the work in. Some of it might have come easy for you, but there was never any Reference to Spies Like Us, great mid-80s movie where you had two dingbats, Dan Aykroyd, Chevy Chase, trying to get into the FBI or CIA. I forget which one it was. But they were two pigeons sent into Russia uh, during the Cold War, and they were picked out because uh, Chevy Chase rolled in with a full, I think, left arm cast complete with eye patch. And that's where he was storing his answers for the test. Mm. And it was... <laughs> I was wondering where you were going with this. It was quite clear that he, uh, he would pull the eye patch out, kind of focus, get the answer. He'd pull a, a, a strip out of, of answers from his cast. Video cameras caught it all. And these are the two guys we can send in to, uh, to Russia as decoys and uh, hilarity ensued uh pretty good underrated movie so listen i i there's there's no cheating for nebraska they're going to earn uh their way to six or better or less than six and it'll be somewhat of a disappointment but when we we talk grades and look at this team i'm i'm at a bit of a tug of war on i'm not a big style points guy i mean i've always appreciated physical football and and just pounding away and winning the winning the ball game, and I've come to understand what it is in the Big Ten, and that's how you live life in the West specifically. Uh, if you do blow somebody out, it is those body blows Matt Rule talks a lot about that open things up in the fourth quarter. And based on Nebraska being so wounded, and and how many new faces you've seen on both sides of the football, I don't think it's. I don't think you need to complain about what it looked like. Yet I've done a lot of complaining about what it's looked like because when when you have chances to, to bury someone, 
that's that's not happened for Nebraska because they they've they've made mistakes, they've committed penalties, there's been turnovers, there's been some what the heck's going on with some of the play calling? Why can't Nebraska hold on to the football? There's all of that to it. And then I go, well, they are going to have to play a lot of freshmen at wide receiver here moving forward. Your offensive line I, you can say is better, or at least they feel, all right, this is what you do best. Let's uh, let's do a power run game. Let's get Piper pulling and, and try and get downhill with a run game. I, I appreciate that. They're running some option uh, at the suggestion of some really, really good sm- smart football people, Ron Brown, Coach Osborne, and they're using the skills they have to use. And it still is, is a work in progress. That's okay. So they've adapted. They're not stubborn with, here's what I want to do offensively. And uh, it's, it's not Whipple ball, per se. It's, it's, it's adjusted to, to what the, the, the players can do, or at least sticking within that philosophy of being a physical uh, run-first football team to, to win ball games. That's the ultimate goal. And as they say to was said to me by a professor, C's get degrees, Schmidt. Huh. Uh, that degree being a postseason bowl game. Uh, I, I think Nebraska's on the right track. You look at the next six, and it's it's doable. It's absolutely doable when you look at matching things up and Nebraska's approach being one game at a time. So uh, academically, right, as we look at the football field, the four quarters and where Nebraska's at right now could be a lot worse. It's been a lot worse when you look at past seasons at this moment. This moment being 500, do you take the right turn or do you get lost taking a wrong turn when you have a chance to to build on a 3-3 three and three record? Yeah, and uh, quickly, I just want to get back. We'll, we'll get back into football here in a second. But you, you let it off by saying you didn't strike me as somebody who – who cheated much, if at all. No, I, I said you didn't strike me as somebody that, that struggled in school. No, no, I, I, I didn't. There, I didn't there say, is one I didn't I say. Have. I didn't say Elijah had, had Sharpie work on, gee, Elijah, you're wearing a long sleeve shirt today. It's 200 degrees outside. Yeah, you know, I'm just cognizant of the, uh, the, the, the UV rays. Cheat smarter. Cheat smarter. Here's the thing. This is for any maybe high school students out there. You've Hold got, on. You've got you're, 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 going, you're going to. It's barely cheating. it's barely cheating okay here's the thing and maybe maybe junior could use this he's in calculus yet or pre-calc or anything he is doing uh, he's doing ap physics okay yeah so this would help him um he is very selective with who he sits by to completely rat him out no no no. here's the thing does he have a graphing calculator i assume i assume they still use those in high school man i use my kid but i don't see him that much We're going to skip past that. I, uh, I I discovered on a graphing calculator back in high school, and I'm not sure if it was a discovery. That you can draw up offensive plays? No, 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 no. Well, you can. You can. But I digress. There's You can you can plot multiple different equations at the same time. It'll graph it out. And I learned back in high school that the, the graphing calculator has memory. So what you could do is you could take all the equations you would need for a math test or a physics test or what have you and plug them into your calculator. But before you run the equations, you just shut the graphing calculator off. Because what teachers would do is they'd check and make sure you didn't write on like the cover of your graphing calculator or anywhere on your graphing calculator. What they didn't ask you to do was to turn it on and go to the equations that you had ready to go before graphing. So I learned that you could quickly at the beginning of a test, turn on your calculator, and boom, there's all the equations you need on that test. Write them at the top of your paper, and then you could clear it out. 
no evidence okay. of cheating. Okay, so, so you, you just memorized so the equations went, to write. You went open book without it technically being an open book test. A little bit. You'd still have to know how to use the equations, mm-hmm. but it was a lot easier because what I always struggled with was like, man, I don't, I don't remember learning this. What equation did I, did I need to use here? You could just have those equations ready to go at the top of your page. It wasn't really cheating because you still had to know how to do the math. But if you had the equation, it made it a hell of a lot easier. Sure. There, there's my advice out there to anyone who's in calculus or get, pre-calculus. Take a loan out, get a graphing calculator, and, and there you go. I actually found my graphing calculator in the, in the locker room at school one time, and nobody claimed it. So I went, I guess I just got myself a free graphing calculator, which is awesome. Um, but I digress. Back to football here. Brett says we need cards. to stick to sports versus talking about schooling and testing and, and all of that. Thank you, Brett. Chris at Hale Varsity. Dot com is is where you can email. That, that was me being for the kids. I'm helping out all our all our high the school. The best thing was was to, to watch the, the the one kid in class who <clears throat> could drive before anybody else. Mm. Right. And what I mean by that is that you had one or two buddies that maybe got to drive to school in eighth grade because he was a year or two older. Or they had that uh, that permit that was oh they can just drive to school and back, but they never. No, he lived in town. He lived in town. Well, there's some people they, they would get the there's a, a couple in town exceptions that they give out. Sure. Well, or, and there's also some people that have parents the, that just the, give the, out some exceptions too. <laughs> well, the, the kid got held back a couple times, but he was always pretty glorious at writing in, in number two pencil on said desk at Irving Junior High. Mm. So, you know, Herbie Hancock. I mean, think of Tommy Boy with the uh, the answers to the test and then that number two pencil would just rub right off of your desk if the teacher came by mm. wasn't me mm. and i'm not writing him out by name but it was pretty fun to watch him go to work right before test time also probably pretty fun when the teacher stands up at the front of the room to see him immediately going down scrubbing away at his desk mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah clearly no there's nothing insidious going he on he was there. A, a pretty uh, vicious nose picker so teacher wasn't going near him <laughs> teacher was not going near him with what was on the desk uh when we talk uh, about some of the grades in, in nebraska listen I think if, if we're going to put a a grade, a letter on, on the offense for the first six games, I'm right, at, I'm right at that C, and then I jump them a plus. I jump them a plus. I give them a C plus just because of the entire injury situation. I look at where Nebraska's at from a standpoint of who they've lost, what we thought they'd have offensively going in, and the turnover issues with 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 Grant have been problematic. Uh, some of the the issues at quarterback pre-injury were problematic. So you could make a tough argument that Nebraska is a four and two football team, or they're right where they need to be at three and three. Uh, defensively, I think they're they're right there at a B plus. And special teams, I'm I'm going to give them a. A C plus, too many missed field goals for me. But I'm short and sweet with with kind of the why with my grades. I I think you got to really take a hard look at at what they've been dealt on offense. The fact that they've hunkered down and said this is how we're going to try and win, and, and that works. Uh, eventually, they've they've been the, a strong team in the fourth quarter, with the exception of that Michigan game, and that's also the outlier and caveat. And moving forward. I think you're going to see a guy in Harburg, if, if he keeps the starting job and keeps earning the starting job, uh, manage the offense, maybe get better as a thrower. I mean, he could go the other way. I just think, as we've seen him through these starts, they've, they've leaned on what he does well, 
And while it's not consistent, he's shown the ability to throw the football. Now, against some other defenses he'll face, it's, it's going to have to be more consistent throwing the football. But I think you can find a guy like Fedoni. I look more for a Fleeks to step up. And I think if Grant's going to be able to earn some trust, I like, I like the check down to Grant. I mean, it doesn't have to be super exotic with how you get four yards on first down. I think if they do that and hold on to the football and take advantage of a defense that their goal is to get more turnovers in the second half while continuing to be a really good tackling team and tough against the run, I think Nebraska could could do as much as seven uh, by the time uh, we get to that first part of December. Mm, well, it's uh, that's that's optimistic. It's Schmidt. optimistic. Yes, it is optimistic. And now I'm going to lay out my grades here real fast, just to 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 kind of compare them to yours. I'm going to start out with the offense, and you gave him a C plus, correct? Too generous. I think it's a little generous. I'm I'm sitting more on D plus. Uh, I'm the C minus. Okay. Because C minus is still passing. Yeah, you got to retake the class. Depends. No, no, no. Most of them, it's uh, it's. I I did. <laughs> I thought D D plus was retake the class. If you could skirt it up to a C minus, you were fine. I could be wrong there. Um, I never really had to deal with many C's yeah, in, my, exactly. in my in my career. I had to throw that in there. Um, <laughs> C minus though. Simply put, the Husker offense hasn't won any of your your three games that you've won this year. They've done enough to 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 give your defense a chance to to win. And have they lost you some? They have lost you some. Yes, they have. They haven't won you any. And you could make the argument they won you Northern Illinois, but hey, your defense only allowed seven points against Northern Illinois. Uh, they did really well that game. You could say the same about the uh, the Illinois game, Louisiana Tech. Those are performances that your defense led the way in, and your offense did enough to go get the win in a game that you're probably expected to go out and win. So for that reason, I'll give them a C-. There's still some issues with penalties, still lots of issues with turnovers. The red zone efficiency hasn't been good. The third down efficiency hasn't been good. I'm just going to be real and give them a C-. That being said, I mean, the Iowas and Wisconsins of the world made a hell of a lot of bowl games with mm-hmm. C- to C offenses over the past 15 to 20 years. Let's so. say D offenses. Uh, you, Iowa was a D offense last year. D, D, D plus, D. We'll give it a D. They made a bowl game, though. And Nebraska can make a bowl game this year with the C-minus offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, you wonder what they can get fixed during the, the bye week here. But what's nice is Nebraska, I'm agreeing with you. A B-plus defense, I think, is a very fair rating. If they didn't lay such an egg against Michigan, which a lot of defenses are going to lay an egg against Michigan, that's how good Michigan is this year, I think you could be looking in that A-minus category maybe even an a category with how well that defense has been playing the second half against colorado in the michigan game i think bring it down to a a b plus for me but that being said your defense has given you a chance in every single game that you've played this year aside from maybe the michigan game and again as i said michigan's gonna do that to a lot of people i think you have to set that one to the side and then special teams it's been hasn't been a detractor to your team thus far this year uh, aside from the, the kicking game, but you went and got yourself an extra possession against Minnesota, mm-hmm. uh, and you, your tackling has been really solid on kickoff and uh, and your 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 punt coverage as well. So it hasn't been a detractor. I'll give it a B. Hasn't been perfect. It hasn't been a, a big plus for you, but it hasn't been a minus either. And I think B is pretty middle of the road for that. There, I could see an argument for a B minus, but that's what I'll lay it out. The defense gets a a, a B plus. Special teams gets a B minus to a B, and the offense gets a C minus. Listen, you've seen development. You've seen guys that maybe you you heard about in a recruiting signing day special get on the field and perform. You've seen uh, some walk-ons wow because of development, because of usage. There are lots of choices on defense. Uh, They have won a couple of ball games 
or tried to get through a couple of ball games without Reimer, who's a big, big piece. Uh, you have Singleton that you, you want back, but they've survived a road game at Illinois without him. And you also have to look at the fact that you are seeing guys play at a level you've not seen them play before. That's Buda Wright. That's Nash Hutmacher. That's Nick Henrich. Just three that come to my mind defensively. Super impressive. We'll get Mike Badcock's thoughts from Hale Varsity next on this midterm report card. Hale Varsity Radio is live. Now, back to Schmitty. Schmitty's a great guy, but he don't have a brain. And Elijah. You want me to speak? When I point you, yeah. On Hale Varsity Radio. Back with you, it's Hale Varsity Radio. We're powered by Herdad Sports. Big thanks to Mike Babcock at the podcast now, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, the segments you want, the entire show you like, and uh, go with it that way. Hale Varsity YouTube channel also. We'll get to some of the stream comments. And a reminder to get buckled up using your seatbelt. It saves lives. It prevents injuries only if properly worn. Buckle up. A message from the Nebraska Department of Highway Safety Office. Anonymous has sent us a a, a calculus equation. Uh, God love him. And uh, has uh, thoughts for 2021, right? We talked about Nebraska having this moment in time with a lot of seasons. They all kind of run together. But what do you do? at that that 500 mark can you go uh the right way in that fork in the road 2021 with this schedule in 2023 could have gone eight and four ten and two uh with every win a blowout and every close game a loss and that's what we're going to get into uh is just kind of the expectations and projections for the second half Uh, enjoy the journey i know coach rule touched on that we're going to look ahead a little bit here and what's the potential for 2023, uh, this second half of the season. And if you talk to folks that are plugged in with your friends in the desert, I mean, you've got this range of favored by three or maybe a little bit more, but nothing too crazy double digit wise, or you're dogged by nothing too crazy double digit wise you're talking between three and seven points you're either favored or dogged probably favored in your next two i think i've seen that early posting anyway where you're favored over northwestern you're favored over purdue and you might even be favored over michigan state or or getting plus two which is still kind of favored if you think it getting three points at home which is what sparty would get uh wisconsin iowa maryland different story but uh that is as you get into a little bit thicker November. All right, if, if I'm going to pick a breakout guy or a guy to emerge, he did it in the first half, and he's going to be vital for this offense in the second half is going to be Thomas Fedoni. If I'm going to give an MVP nod so far, it has been Har- it has been Harburg at quarterback. And, and I know it's not been perfect. It's not been beautiful all the time. But I think the toughness and the get-or-done has been very real with this offense, so that's who I'd give it to right now on offense. Defensively, I say give me Nash because of how well Nebraska's been, and it's been Nash and, and everybody. It's It's been a, a, a team effort on defense. It's been kind of one group versus one guy, and I, I totally agree with Mike Babcock. But if I'm picking a person, it's going to be Nash with how he set the tone in the middle, came up huge. 
clearly uh, with his uh, brute force on the interior. He's a big reason Nebraska's been so good against the run. And, and I like Nash. I think Gifford has played really good football as well. And uh, th- those are kind of the, the two candidates I have for my MVP. And uh, as far as breakout goes, I, I'm, I'm a little torn, but I think you could see a guy like, like Lenhart really catch some fire after a really good early start, got sidetracked with the injury, and I think he could really have a big second half. He'll need to uh, against uh, Maryland, <laughs> and he'll need to with, uh, with what Purdue has on offense. I mean, they're, they're not what they've been under Brom, but they're going to still throw the football around. So Nebraska's pass rush is going to be important. Okay, now I got to go find my uh, the offensive MVP as Mike kind of said. Yes. <laughs> there's there's not 0.0, any, 0 Mr. Blutarski. Doesn't feel like there's any right answers there. Um so let's start defensively. I'll get to offense here. You start with the positives. I'll start with the positives. Defensively, uh, a guy who I think has been the MVP quietly under the radar, which I think is a, a really big sign at that position has been Quentin Newsom. You don't see the ball getting thrown Quentin Newsom's way just, all that often. He's just great. He's just really, really good, and that's why you see guys like Hartzog and whenever Tommy Hill comes in, he, they've been targeted a good amount because I think what you're seeing is Quentin Newsom's really locking down his man, locking down his side of the field. I mean, the the worst game Newsom had is probably Colorado, and even then I, I remember I off the top really of my head, good. I think it was three completions he allowed that game three or four and that was probably the worst game that I remember him playing so uh, I'm gonna go with Newsom being my guy defensively Huttmacher is a great choice I don't think you can go wrong between those two and then the breakout guy defensively that I have seen that you'd like to see back sooner rather than later has been Deshaun Singleton amen he has been fantastic at that back end through the first six games and there's a lot of concerns with Miles Farmer leaving the the squad right before the season started and you go what's Nebraska going to do well Singleton has, has stepped in and stepped up and been I think playing better this year than we've seen from Miles Farmer in recent years and you don't know what Miles Farmer is going to be this year but Singleton has been a, a breath of fresh air at that back end he's been my breakout guy you hope you can have him back if not I love the uh, the Cam Linhart answer and then Prince will as well depending on his injury Injury status mm-hmm. as well. He's been really, really good off the edge as a pass rusher. So uh, I think you have a lot of breakout candidates for the last six games on that defensive side of the ball. But what I've seen thus far, assuming he gets back from injury sooner rather than later, Singleton's your breakout guy defensively. Offensively, I think your breakout guy is Fedoni, not your MVP. I think he's your breakout candidate through six. And looking at the back half of the schedule, he's going to have to step up big time and be a pass catching threat of. In the back six games, because I think you're, you're going to be putting a lot on those freshmen, and could one of those freshman wide receivers step up and be a breakout guy? Yeah, but based on what we've seen through six, I don't think they're the most likely candidates. I think whatever you can get from those guys is going to be a plus, and you want those guys to be all set to go for next year. I, I think Fedoni is going to be a guy. Offensive MVP, and actually I'll add one more. You hope it's, it's, a, it's not a great breakout candidate answer, but based on what we've seen this year, Grant, if he can have a breakout type back six games, final six games compared to what we've seen in the first six that being good things for the offense not sure how likely that is um emmett johnson i guess falls in that same category you need one of the backs to step up over the past six games fleeks works too but then you get to the mvp offensively and i sit back you can say i don't have one and that's fine that's no fun i think you've seen ethan piper come on um I don't think he's been your best offensive player, but I think he's probably been your best offensive line with what he can do in space. And I think there's also that that 
factor of playing next to a guy in Corcoran, and I don't mean to, to bemoan Corcoran, but you got a tough job whenever you got a guy who is really struggling at that left tackle mm-hmm. spot. It makes your job as a left guard a little bit more difficult. So maybe I'll, I'll go with Piper. He's been steady at that left guard spot. Hasn't been perfect, but he's at least been steady, and you can see what he does whenever he gets out, and he's the lead blocker pulling in space. He's been very, very good there. So Piper is a candidate, and then maybe you go to Harbor, but I don't think anything about Harbor's performance has been MVP-worthy. It's just he's come in and steadied the ship at the quarterback spot. I think he's made some plays. He's not made every play, but he's made a- enough plays – uh, with what he's been asked to do that can get him better. And I think Brandon actually has a great we, – we have Cutter's comment on screen. Brandon Cutter, says yeah. Marcus Washington has been an offensive That's a great MVP take. Candidate. It's too bad he's out. It's just – it's hard to put him down now knowing he's not going to be in the last six games. But, yeah, sure, actually, Marcus Washington maybe has been your best offensive player. Well, Cutter chimes in, says the uh, Nebraska's headed in the right direction, have to continue to develop the talent and keep them at Nebraska. Totally agree. Downfall of Frost was retention, rate of players, worse than the Big Ten. That's the formula. Got to keep dudes here and you got to get them better. Mike's point was incredible with, you know, in today's portal era, are you going to get kids to stick around long enough to to play? And and that key timeline is your redshirt freshman year. What are you doing by year two? Well, wind down our water tail varsity.